one of the themes that I've been working with myself recently, but also speaking to others about, because they've been struggling with it, is keeping focused amongst a sea, a, like it really is a sea, of distractions. And keeping your eye, I don't want to say eye on the prize, but just keeping momentum and working on what you want to work on amongst all the distractions. And so today, in today's episode of Above Board, we are going to talk about avoiding distractions and focusing on what you need to. Look, a squirrel! That's my that's my daughter every time she sees a squirrel. <laughs> that's me every time I yeah, see man. a squirrel. <laughs> this oh yeah, this they're pretty cool. This topic is highly relevant for people. The the stages of a startup, and I'll talk about my experience and perhaps you can talk about your experience. I don't know if you necessarily face this in the same way I do. When we were first building Fathom, I obviously I was doing uh, freelance work, consulting work, what have you. And I wouldn't have a ton of time to work on Fathom. And we were building the product. We were building the business. We didn't have thousands of customers and huge responsibilities. And so our focus was 100% entirely on the work. That was it. And by work, I mean I mean product. You know, we're product guys. So I'm, I'm talking about the product here. There was next to no support. There was There was nothing. There were, there were no you know, lucrative enterprise deals pulling you in one direction. It was just, we've got to build up this product little by little, step by step, day by day, <laughs> yeah, moment by moment. And that was all that mattered. We had this goal to get the product to a certain place. Fast forward, I guess, a few years now, really has been a few years now. And we're in a position where the business is thriving beyond, it, it's the new normal. This is just normal to us, but go back, go back five years and tell me we'd be in this position. I would be extremely pumped and excited. We've gradually got here and it's happened and it just feels normal now, which is so funny. And that's the hedonic adaption and how you just become normalized to the changes. Um, but now we have to juggle so many different things and other people are in this position. I see, I see a lot of people building their product. You know, it's on Twitter. People are working in public. When they're in different stages, I can tell. Like I can tell who is in the stage of, I am just building my product. I haven't really got a proper business here, but I'm working on it. I can see those people. Then I can see the people that are in the position we're in, where you know, we're, we're clowns in a circus and we're juggling. So today's episode, really, we're going to cover how we are going to manage distractions and how we have, I suppose, how you've managed distractions in the past and routines and what have you. Um, like, how do you how do you see this landscape? I mean, you've got many, many years of experience, like 40 odd years of experience working in this space. How have you managed distractions when you're running a business? And I guess, how does it differ with Fathom nowadays with regards to, and I call them distractions, it's really just responsibilities, the responsibilities you have that are spread out across the business. How do you deal with all that? And how have you dealt with that? Yeah, I mean, having a large customer base is the ultimate distraction. 
<laughs> right? And I don't even mean that in a bad way, because obviously it's a good thing to have customers. But it takes up uh, it takes up a lot of time to engage with customers as as we both do. And it's interesting too, because I guess I've been sick for the last little while. And so I haven't been able to do very much. And I'm realized like how much work it is every single day to manage customer expectations and support requests and business development opportunities and that. And it's like, I was just before we started recording, I was talking about how it, a lot of days it feels like I sit down and I start work at five or six in the morning and then I finish up around two or three and I'll stop working. And it's not like I'm distracted by social media or, or anything like that. Cause I don't, I'm not on anything. Like I don't have, I don't have any digital distractions and I know that's a big deal for, for a lot of people, but for myself, I've just surgically removed all of that because I just don't care. Um, but it does seem like the business itself now has become the ultimate distraction because there's always something like if I refresh support, there's going to be some emails in there. If I think about strategy and I think about like what's coming down the pipeline, there's always things there. There's always ideas that either you or myself have that we want to share with the other because we're excited about this company that we're building. There's always like tax things or compliance things or dealing with our accountants things like there's just when the business it's it's funny because i think in the beginning you get distracted by like your full-time job or or social media or other things like that <laughs> yeah. now it's the business itself that's distracting because there are literally like you said there yeah. are so many things to do and i think that that's um that comes with a different set of challenges. Like you can't solve the problem the same way we could in the beginning when we were building Fathom. And like my biggest distraction and your biggest distraction was just other work that paid more. We fixed, yeah, we sure. solved that. <laughs> we now don't do anything really that, that makes any, like Fathom is both of our main sources of income now. And it wasn't in the beginning. Yeah. <clears throat> Not for sure. So it's hard. Like, I think it's now a matter of figuring out when to be distracted, right? Like, I think for myself in the mornings is when I'm the clearest. So I don't want to be distracted past. But then I, I have to balance that with if I know there's a lot of support tickets, I just want to get them done. And then I can focus. Like, I can focus better if I take care of low-hanging fruit. And level one support is low-hanging fruit. It's important, but it doesn't take a ton of time in the beginning of the morning, and it doesn't take a ton of thought, because typically it's just, oh, your problem is this, here's the documentation that will help you solve that problem. And then I do like 30 minutes of support right when I get up, and then I can move into writing or designing or whatever else I'm doing. Um, What are you designing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> secret we're not projects. talking about it <laughs> the thing we talk about all the time but don't actually talk about i mean i think i've maybe told a couple people like you know confidentially about what's going on um but yeah i, I keep, I keep it nothing's been tweeted don't worry the twitter game's kind of down actually recently um you know i'm, I'm trying to stay off twitter a little bit because obviously twitter's twitter you know how it how it is um but the, yeah, so you talk about maintaining the business. So I also have the same thing with the infrastructure and even things like bypassing ad blockers. We had uBlock Origin gunning at us recently. Um, and it's funny because every time every time someone kind of attacks our software, be it, you know, spam attacks or anti-privacy attacks. Like, so 
ad blockers, we've spoken about this before, they're very short-sighted. They don't see how blocking privacy first analytics then leads people to stick with Google, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole thing we've spoken about before. Um, so when they kind of gun at us and they think they've got this great solution, we then have to do something about that. And so the more things we do, the more things we're having to juggle. And even our, our old custom domain infrastructure, apparently 1,500 people are still using the old infrastructure, which, I mean, it's been there. We left it online for a reason, but I didn't know that. You know, it's just kind of going away. But we need to find a way to then have that more managed and move it to our other CDN and not have it sit on EC2s that are managed by us because it's just extra extra work for us. Um, so the more things we do, the more things there are to maintain. And I think we're approaching this, well, we have approached, we're in this stage of our business where we're having to learn how to delegate efficiently. You know, So a recent example, I'm working with someone on query stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I, I like database stuff. And, you know, if you said to me, hey, you can work on this, you can work on just this all day, every day, I'd be pumped for that, you know, but I, I can't, I struggle, I suppose I should say, to do intense data stuff whilst also doing a bunch of other stuff, which is also intense. I can only really have one big intense project at a time, to be honest with you. So we're starting to delegate there and we're experimenting with working with contractors we have been working with contractors for a while but more advanced contractors to really bring in the um the advice you know that's what contractors do they, they solve problems and that sort of thing we are uh you know i tweeted out saying that we're looking at hiring another full-time engineer that my emails were ridiculous uh, I, it's really humbling that people were that eager to work with with us on stuff so we spoke about um doing that we spoke about support and um, you've spoken to someone who you like and someone that we want to talk to in the future with support i think we're probably a few months away from really executing on that i feel like we're in the stage where we, we've got a we, you know we talk about juggling we have thrown things in the air but they haven't come down yet and they haven't landed and they haven't been deployed google analytics import have been a great example of that like it's built, but there's there's more important stuff that has to be done, that has to be solved. And so it feels like there are these things that are currently in motion that need to be closed for us to then kind of upgrade our delegation. I really do think that. And I know you've been on board with that and you've been pushing that for a while, but I think we really have to start executing on that. And that does involve getting you away from support. Like because it's kind of silly that you have to wake up and go on support. Like that shouldn't be the first thing you're thinking about every day. Uh, it just, I mean, I don't know how your brain works, but to me, if I'm doing that, it strips my creativity. Uh, it strips what I need to be um, thinking Yeah, about. it does strip some of my creativity I, for sure. Because <laughs> it's always yeah, in the back of so, my mind. So that's just it. So it's really thinking about what other people can do either better than us or as good as us you know that's, that's not being egotistical it's just a case of we have a certain standard on certain things there are going to be people that can do it better than us so my gut every like, everything tells me that in the next i mean where are we with july like september october time maybe we really start executing on this delegation and we get back to i don't know if you want to call it the steering wheel way what you want to call it into our the area where we really excel at um and I think that's that's where we are, dude. Like that's what, and we need to. We then need to basically carve out this focus on what we want to focus on. I guess for you, that's designing content. For me, it's it is coding, but it's also infrastructure. 
the stuff I talked to you about today with, you know, how do we take this to kind of ridiculous, ridiculous scale, even, even more so than we've currently got. And it's the next stage there. I get excited about that. And there are less people that can do that than there are. It makes sense that I'm doing it. Um, so delegation is going to free up that time. That's how I see it. Like that's how you, otherwise you, you do, I mean, you can do it. So right now I've been carving out time. I've not been touching. I know I'm not amazing on support, but I have not been touching anything admin until 3 PM. So I literally, I wake up, I do like do my exercise, coffee, all that stuff. But then I'm just focusing on the tasks at hand and it's some intense stuff recently, but that's all I'm doing. I'm literally having to carve that out. And I didn't need to do that before. This is what's interesting. I never had to do that because I would just say, oh, cool, I'm going to work on Fathom. And it was always product work. Whereas now, if I say I'm going to work on Fathom, like we could be talking about, you know, enterprise stuff. We could be talking about a few other things that I guess we're not going to speak about yet, but a few other things that have been coming up in our conversations. We could get into that. We could get into like executing on that. We could get into like you say tax stuff, finance stuff, all kinds of things. There are just so many things you can work on. And so for me, it's almost like I have to force it, which which is fine. I mean, that's discipline and that has to be done. And people will be listening to this going, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. But it's just, it's funny how it's changed from I can naturally fall into product work versus I now have to force it or I don't get it. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does. And I think we're... I'm really feeling Yeah, that. I think that the phase that we're in now with the with the company is that we're figuring out what we can make ourselves redundant for. Like in an ideal world, yes. I would want to be made redundant for everything. Like eventually, <laughs> and, and then it's just a matter of, like you said, like... As a business. Yeah, I, like event, in the beginning, you can't be redundant because you do all the things. Then there's that middle ground mm-hmm. where you figure out what makes sense to make yourself redundant and, and hire to solve for so you don't have to solve for it. And that's, I guess, where we're at, where we've hired full-time person. We have a lot of contractors doing various things for us, and we're adding more um, kind of as time goes on and, and it makes sense. And that, that I think is a, a smart idea. And eventually I like, I like the, the week where I couldn't work, I was like, there's a lot that needs to be done that if I'm not doing it, it's not getting done. Thankfully you helped out on support, um, and, and answered emails for a week. But like, I don't want to be in a place where if I can't do something, it doesn't get done. I want to be in a place where there's somebody else who can jump in and be like, okay, I can do this. Like, this is what I do. Redundancy within yeah. the business, not just the infrastructure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Redundancy in, in the business internally. That isn't just us. Yeah. That isn't just me. Yeah, like I want to be at a place. That's what we have right yes. now. <laughs> I want to be at a place where I don't, like if I need to take a week off or uh, if I'm sick or like whatever it is if i just want to go on vacation with my partner then like it doesn't matter whereas right now it doesn't pull me away yeah it doesn't pull you away from stuff or even like the last few times i've traveled i'm not really fully on a break because every day i still wake up and do support and answer emails and still do a couple hours of fathom stuff and like you still fucking do even if you didn't have to do it you'd still do that you know possibly i mean possibly i i guess i don't want to have to do it i want to do it yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, i, I want to do yeah. it because i want like this is the thing i want to work on and obviously i understand what you're saying too like part of it 
is that it's work and we're getting paid for it. So whether we want to do it or not, it needs to get done. And I'm fine with that because I understand it's work. It's not super happy fun time. But to some degree, <laughs> I don't want things to slide if, I, if there's some reason that I can't do the things. And we're yes. still at that place. And I see that as a detriment long term. Like obviously right now, that's just the stage of growth that we're in. But long term, I see it as a detriment. If a, if a business owner doesn't make themselves redundant, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's smart. But we're holding this view, but then we've also got this view of small company mindset where we, we want to stay small when, you know, we always talk about only hiring when it's really painful and everything. It's like we've almost got these competing objectives and we're working to find that sweet spot. That's really why it's because, you know, if we were venture funded and we we just wanted to grow the biggest business ever, we just hire instantly. And, and I think we're good at hiring. We're people, people, human, you know, people, people. I think that we just do that. But because we're trying to hold these things together, I don't want to hire any random person. Uh, I don't want to necess- I don't want to hire unless we need to. Um, so you have got these competing objectives that we're having to find the in-between. I mean, you literally wrote, you know, company of one. It's the whole, you staying small, staying lean. I guess not to detriment though. You never said, you know, stay small. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to grow, don't grow. Stay as one person yeah. in your business. You never said that. But it's still, it's still that balance, you know? Like, we could go and hire a bunch of people, but then we then got to manage people. And But then that's okay if we manage people. Like that, to me, it's still quite nuanced. This is why I say in a few months, because I think I've got to get my brain a bit clearer, get a few things done so I can actually really think about this. But, you know, I had that, we had that conversation the other month or week where I was sort of accepting that I may have to become like a, a CTO or like a you know more manager role. And the one kick I get out of that is I really like how we can make uh, Fathom a fun place to work. Like our culture is so, so chill. Like get the work done, we're good. You know, that's literally it. It's not like there's no, you've got to start at this time. You've got to be available between blah, blah, blah. blah. I, don't, I don't care. I literally don't care. Um, and so we could literally have, I get a kick out of having uh, the idea of having the world's most, the world's best place to work, which, which is completely achievable. And I, I definitely get excited about that. So the management stuff doesn't really put me off that much, but it's still an adaption. It's a huge adaption actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that they're competing ideas. I think it's more that, we don't like, I don't, I guess I've, I've said this before. Like I don't, I've never had a problem with growth. I just think it should be questioned. So I don't think just hiring a bunch of people and then hoping, hoping your revenue catches up to your new expenses is a smart idea for the majority of businesses. It does actually make sense for some types of businesses. And I think we've talked about that before, but I think that it, like, I don't think, like, I was talking to somebody today. <laughs> they were talking about, like, well, w- would you be open to, like, acquisition or investment? I'm like, I I don't think so because I, I don't think we're not limited by money at the moment to grow. We're limited by the fact that you and I want to make sure we do this in a smart way. Like, we could hire a small hand like we couldn't we can hire like a hundred people based on our based on what makes sense financially yeah we could hire a handful of people Mm -hmm. today but it doesn't make sense because i want 
and especially on the technical side too, like we need to make sure that we're in a place that makes sense as far as like even the whole thing with, with building things, uh, building the front end in a different way makes sense for hiring people in the future because there's more, pe- more developers who know how to use that programming language. So things like that, documenting how yeah. things work and making sure we have a repository of information that doesn't just live oh, in I your know. brain or my brain. Like getting, yeah, getting Fathom documented as a business makes so much sense. It takes so much yes. time. Like it's a, it's a lot of work, but it is important. And we can't do it all. We can't do it at the detriment of running the business, but we can chunk it off and do pieces of it. I know you've been doing pieces of it for mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, which has been awesome. So yeah, I just think that that's the stage that we're at where we're growing it sometimes seems like we're not growing that quickly, but it seems like we're growing in a smart and deliberate and thoughtful way. So I'm not too concerned by it. But yeah, the goal is that we should be redundant um, sooner than later. And, and yeah, and, and for, for each of us, that has different things. And so for me, it is paying down that tech debt. Another, we've got seven layers of our kind of stack with our, just our ingest, that's data collection. Doesn't include the dashboard, just our ingest. And even I don't remember it all. Like I'm having to document this because people, this needs to be documented. Um, and I'm not even remembering it all. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, if I didn't document this, how on earth are we supposed to hire people, especially at a senior level, who could you know, look after? I mean, luckily we're on a managed <laughs> services and we've got top people already. But you know, if I'm not there, someone has to have documentation. And so, yeah, there's this big transformation that's happening. We're almost, it's almost as if we're paying down this technical debt or paying down uh, even knowledge debt, like all kinds of debt within the business, getting it into a place where it's actually ready to, I don't want to say like head to the racetracks. It's not like a Formula One car, but to actually be able to scale it. Like we don't want to scale our debt ridden approach. You know, I'm talking about technical debt and other things. We want to just almost, it feels to Mm -hmm. me like we're doing, uh, I was going to say cleansing. Cleansing is the wrong word because I'm pretty sure that's got a lot of negative connotations associated. But it is almost like a cleanse in a way where we're just removing that technical debt um, and getting it ready, you know, for the outside world to bring people in. And the front end reader has already shown how much better it is with how much, you know, c- can be done by other developers that aren't me, right? Like we've already, that has already mm-hmm. been proven. So that was the right gut feeling. We made the right decision there. Um, I know we, we talked about it a bunch and, you know, the pros and cons and everything else. That's the right decision. So, yeah, I mean, a few months time, I really do think we talked about hiring developers. I'm going to stay involved in the high level infrastructure stuff. I'm going to work with consultants. I mean, we have Lucas. Um, we're working with Aaron Francis now. And Aaron's awesome for people that know him. Working with these high level consultants mm-hmm. that support me, but also bringing in midweight developers who I can manage, right? Who can do various other things and find the challenge in these these tasks that are enjoyable for them, uh, but I can I can manage those. And then I've got support on the higher end from you know like Aaron's a database genius and you know Carl at Single Store database genius, having these high level people who can then help us there. So we're going to enter into this really interesting place. Um, uh, you know, you've spoken with a guy for support, like that's exciting, and it's going to be a a really interesting thing to manage and then we've got we've delegated a bunch of stuff we still have to manage that but then we can get back into that place where in our optimal places which which is going to be weird. i'm going to be doing so many pull request reviews and 
until I guess <laughs> until we hire a, a lead engineer, maybe I don't know. Like until we hire someone that's yeah. better than me, and then they become head of I don't know what it's called, you know, lead developer or whoever it is. You know that could happen. Yeah, it's uh, for sure. Yeah, there's there's so much happening. Like this is people that are listening to this. This is on top of so much like enterprise stuff. You would not believe the enterprise stuff that is mm-hmm. happening behind the scenes. We said we'd never do it. We are experimenting with doing it. Um, it's it's working working out pretty pretty good. It's actually making us better, which I like. So the things that enterprise customers push for are going to benefit all customers. And so that's sort of my mindset's changed because of that. If our customers get a better service because enterprise customers are pushing us in certain areas, well, that's a good thing. And then, and mm-hmm. we get paid, you know, way more money to do things like that, which, which is, which is great. So. Yeah. And then that money goes into, yeah. Making, like you said, making Fathom better everyone. for, yeah, I mean, for like, everyone. The, yeah. I'm not going to talk about, yeah, I'm not going to talk about specific specifics yeah. speak properly, but, uh, yeah, there's loads going on and we are now in the stage where we have to delegate. So coming back to the point of keeping focused, keeping focused in the early days is really, it's a mixture of discipline and mindset because I would often get into, because, you know, instant gratification or, you know, salary work, um, hourly work, you work an hour, you get paid for an hour's work. That's very easy to understand. I remember in the early days of Fathom, because it, it wasn't um, purely financially motivated, but I obviously cared about that because in order to, finish my existing work we had to make enough money so i was thinking about the finances for sure um i would have to say to myself like little by little step by step i had to keep saying to myself one step at a time and i had to keep reminding myself that these little steps would compound and that's all i did you know i couldn't control the outcome but just keep trying to compound 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 and that's how i got through it in the early days product was obviously you know the the dopamine and the motivation was through the roof because i was building the product with you and we were getting that instant feedback of building features and that sort of thing but as you do get into the the stage where you're managing a business and still trying to build the business you have to carve out time and you have to get aggressive with delegating i mean that's what it comes down to right you're going to be stuck on support until we delegate it i'm going to be um I mean, it's a lot of my problem isn't necessarily like the finance stuff. Sure, like I do a bunch of stuff with that, but that doesn't necessarily need to be delegated. We already have delegated a ton of that, haven't we? Um, we delegated that really early because I mean, so many Stripe trans. Anyway, we uh, delegated a lot of that already. But for me, it's just delegating my time, you know, saying, no, this is the most important thing. You're going to do this in the morning. You're not going to touch the admin stuff until the afternoon when your energy is coming down you know, that sort of thing. So people often say it's about energy management throughout the day. I mean, you talk about energy management, you know, with, with your life, like you manage your energy is better in the morning. So this is that you take advantage of it. The fact that you're coming onto support is a joke. Like just you talking about it makes me really think how stupid it is. I mean, like your energy is literally your peak in the morning. But another thing is you haven't got the, the, I guess, marketing design work because you're waiting for features. But at the same time, like you can write, you can do other stuff. You going on to support, if that's, zapping your your energy that makes no sense i think we've we've spoken about this recently with support and we, we talked about i think we need to take some steps on the support i mean you spoke to the guy a while back and i was like oh, let's wait a little bit i think um some part-time support on support i think is going to make sense sooner than september and october i think because you don't know what you're going to think like you come up with random ideas for content and it just it's like killer but if you're 
spending your time because you have to, right? That's your, your responsibility is support. You're the, like the primary person there. You can't walk away from that. And you're, there's so much stuff you're juggling on support. I mean, support is ridiculous. I like, I love helping people, but support does sometimes burn me out because there's a lot going on. So I do feel for you. It's almost like we need to free up your time so you can actually have that space to get back to where you thrive, which, which a lot of the time is writing killer content. I know you do obviously a ton of design work and other stuff, but you write great pieces, but you need space for that and protecting mm-hmm. our brains. And I think once we, yeah, once we get like, once we get to a place where we're launching features again, I'm going to have far yeah. less time because that's going to then be added to my plate for marketing and designing for those Even features. So at that point, I think is going to make sense for support. But for right now, it's it's easy to handle. Okay. I think as well, like, I think that's just the stage that we're at is in the beginning, all we have to focus on is product. And it was so much fun because we're both product people and they're like, that's the focus. And now it's product hand in hand with company. Like, we're building the product and we're building the company at the same time. And one isn't more important than the other. So like you said, we're, we're juggling and the balls are just all up in the air right now. Um, and that's just where we're at. And I mean, even if we had more people, we would still, it would still be a matter of juggling how we're building the company and how we're building the product. Like more people, I don't think would solve this completely at the moment, which is why I'm not like, Oh, we should just go out and hire like six. No, people. Uh, yeah. So, I would rather get I would rather get what we're doing now finished and then move on to okay where else can we bring somebody on even if it's a few hours a day to help with this or that or or the other thing because then I think it's going to make a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, no, fair enough that makes sense. I mean, yeah, if it's working for now, who cares? I mean, I tell you what though, t- technical support though, like mate, like that one is a grind cuz that that one mm-hmm. they're not five second no, answers and it's yeah you're diving into it and it it does it yeah i mean no me leaving them to the end of the day is actually is actually easier because they do take up a lot of energy um, but yeah mm-hmm. so that's really on my mind and it's just resurfaced us talking about it rethinking about because i mean you may be fine on support but i definitely would love to have someone technical on support as well um that could do there could be a step, even if you're carrying on doing it for a few months, there's almost like a step between you and me. I think uh, I wouldn't mind that. Oh, dear me. Yeah, juggling, man. <laughs> you know what, though? We haven't talked about any of this, but we're, we're smashing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. New front ends going live this week. Uh, just completely moved, re- uh, moved over the ingest architecture, upgraded everything on there. Um, like moved 1500 domains across to the new infrastructure as well there's tons and tons of stuff happening at ga import we're going to be moving on to that uh, i expect monday 11th i expect next week we'll be back working on it and then uh, playing around with that we've got it so it's hyper scalable now like there's tons of stuff happening but it's just carve out that time or it won't happen that's that's what i'm telling myself because i've got to be involved in that you know i can't be doing admin stuff I like these episodes because it feels like actual transparency, you know, because like things like we could post MRR, we could like revenue growth, all this, we could post about all the good stuff. But the purpose of a podcast like this isn't just to talk about all the good stuff. It's to talk about the challenges we face as well. And I think it's helpful. I think it's really helpful for people. So if you're going through this and you're you know struggling with whatever you may be struggling with, business isn't easy. And it's normal to be struggling and you'll get through it. Just um, just keep thinking about what you can do and trying different things out and then you'll get through it. So we all go through it. 
Or even hoping you'll get there because you're just at the mm-hmm. beginning and thinking that everything's going to be solved or everything's going to be better when you get to the level that Fathom is at. It's not. It's awesome, obviously, to be in this place. It's awesome that Fathom pays our full-time salaries mm-hmm. and more people's, but it's still, it's still there's still a ton of things to solve for. It's just different. It's just different things to solve for. Embrace it and kind of get, yeah, I think embracing it is the main thing. All right, look. Let's call it there, and I'll get to editing and publishing. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope this has helped in some way, and transparency helps people. I hope so. And uh, hopefully we'll have, I think, two weeks' time, we'll have some more updates like on features, which will be really nice. Get the momentum going on the feature side of things. (laughs) 